Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Kano state citizens went to polls on March 18th to elect a new governor as the outgoing Abdullah Umar Ganduji's second term ends on May 29th. In a really tight race between the blessed candidate of the former governor, Rabiu Kwankwaso, Abba Yusuf, also known as Abba Gidagida, and the blessed candidate of the incumbent government, Abdullah Umar Ganduji, Dr. Nasir Yusuf Gawuna, who is the deputy governor of Kanu State and doubles as a governorship candidate of the All Progressive Congress in the state. Despite having other candidates, the race was a tight one with just these two candidates at the forefront due to the history behind their somewhat godfathers or mentors. A winner has been declared and Abba Yusuf of the NMPP has clinched power and has been declared as the governor-elect of Kanu State. Since then, celebration with a sprinkle of violence has been ongoing in Kanu. Are the people happy? What are their expectations from the governor-elect? My colleague in Kanu speaks with some residents. My name is Ali Sabo. I'm the communication officer of the Center for Information Technology and Development. Uh, and also part of the people that observe the uh, governorship election and presidential election in Kanal states. Uh, well, um, uh, there are a lot of expectations um, from these new governments um, by Abba uh, who has just been elected as the new governor of Kanal state in the platform of the new Nigerian People Party, NMPP. Uh, part of what we're expecting from Abba is uh, we want an inclusive government uh, we want a development government wants to see change uh, from what has happened in the past, most especially in tackling corruptions, um, improving our healthcare systems, and also uh, most importantly, the education system in the in Kanal State. Uh, the education system in Kano State has already uh, collapsed. It's in the dying situations where a lot of things uh, have happened in the past. I want to see a huge change, um, uh, a huge change from what has happened in the past to the new um, era. And also in the area of health, there are a lot of cases, especially when you go to government hospitals. So we want to see a lot of changes in the area of uh, health sector where uh, our people can be able to go to hospital and have confidence uh, in the doctors and also the other uh, health personnel in the state. My name is Ibrahim Abdullah. First thing, I will first congratulate Abba Kabir Yusuf for emerging the winner of the governorship election in Kano. We have so many expectations on him. One of the most important issues is human capital development. Looking at the poverty, the rate of poverty in Kano State, the issue of political degree, out of the increasing number of out-of-school children, unemployment rate are some of the major challenges that you will face now. Because looking at the way the, the outgoing administration has bastardized so many sectors, so he will face so many challenges. These are some of our expectations. I know based on their blueprint, education will be given due consideration. So. They need to pay attention to employment, issue of political toggery. Assalamu alaikum. I thank the good people of Kano State. That we have already concluded the election. Abba Kabir Yusuf has been declared the winner. Uh, engineer Abba Kabir Yusuf is a good leader, is a man of vision and humility. And uh, inshallah, we are expected good things from him. Abba Kabir Yusuf is a vibrant leader. 
Inshallah, Kano will become new city in Nigeria. Abaka will receive in terms of educational sector. He improved a lot. He contributed a lot during he was a commissioner of works and housing. And Inshallah, our school, our our tertiary institution and our secondary and primary, Inshallah, will be modernized. And Inshallah, everything will will become will become normal without any problem those were some residents in kano speaking what does the nnpp through its candidates have to offer the people of kano is there a possibility he might be a puppet to his supposed political mentor rabbi yukwankwaso let's get back to my colleague selim umar ibrahim as he speaks with umar haruna dogua the nnpp chairman in kano let me first of all tell you that these questions, all these agitations are coming from uh, enemies, enemies of progress, enemies of Kano State. That Abba may not have mind of his own or may be seeking advice from Congress only. Well, to, to seek for advice from anybody is not wrong. After all, uh, even the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was acknowledged to have uh, a very, very credible Sahabas whom he referred to uh, for any advice. And even Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala praised him in the Holy Quran that he has given him power through his uh, uh, Sahabas who used to give him quality and good advice. So there is nothing wrong in uh, Abba seeking for advice from Konkoso. The only thing that is wrong is when uh, Konkoso tried to bring in selfish interest, and which you and I know very well that Konkoso is not that type of person that used to bring a selfish interest into the affairs of government. You know he's the only governor that set aside his family from uh, interfering with, with, with the government affairs. All like what is happening now where you know that very well uh, it's only father mother and the rest of the family that advise the government on what to do or what not to do so uh, that pair should not be there in the first place the second question as to if uh, uh abba will have the mind of his own well myself and abba have as commissioners under congo and congo give us the leverage from the, the privilege of working uh independently we we have our mind we we we, we bring on project we're advising on project and he suddenly once you convince him he give you the, the go ahead the leverage the the the, the level playing ground to go ahead and do it and i'm very sure you can see that most of the works that were done here in kano especially in the works department most of them were initiated by Abu himself and they were successfully executed congress is just i was a governor and a supporter to all of us so i don't think that issue is even there people are just speculating things let them wait and see abide on the governor let them uh wait barely two three four five months they will understand the type of person he is i want to tell you that abba is somebody that is very passionate about his work very very passionate about the governance very very passionate about uh, developing state, very very passionate about serving youth and, uh, and children women the, the the mess that the country is in uh, is something that worries abba so you don't have to he may be saying that he has the capacity, he has done so many things that are even uh, more difficult than this one because uh, this one is just like we are having all uh, house of people that are living here in Kano, most of us Muslims, or all of us Muslims, but Abba has served under a federal government establishment and he has done very well, excellently well. So this situation should not be, even this color, this uh, even insinuation should not even be there in the first place. That was Umar Haruna Doga, the NNPP chairman, in Kanu speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. We'll be going on break. Do stay. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. In this episode, we're looking at what the people expect from the governor-elect of Kanu State, Abba Yusuf, also known as Abba Gida Gida.
Before we went on break, we spoke with the people of Kano who told us how they felt about the result and what they expect from the incoming government. We also spoke with the chairman of the NNPP Kano and he told us what to expect from their candidate and how their candidate has a mind of his own. Can the governor-elect Abba Yusuf meet the requirement and demands of the people of Kano or will he be a puppet of his mentor, Rabi Ukwankosu? Well, let's hear from Professor Kami Lufagi, a political analyst. The, the energy in Kano, I think, is, is not that surprising because um, the, the way uh, the Kano politics uh, is going, one will expect it uh, to be uh, this way uh, for the simple reason that uh, Abba Kabiru is from the Konkosia group and Konkosia group has its main base they use. And if you look at um, those who registered for the election, about 70% of them are from the youth category. So I think with such large base, it is not uh, unsurprising that uh, it is not surprising rather uh, to see him scale through the way he did. The only thing is that he is likely going to face a lot of challenges. One, uh, the fact that there will be high expectation from the youth. Uh, you know, my, the reason why the youth were in, or are in support of him is because of what uh, his mentor did to them. So they will want him to replicate what Konkoso did or if not to surpass it in terms of reaching to the youth. But unfortunately for uh, the incoming governor, uh, with high expectations like that, he's also going to be handicapped by dwindling resources, which is uh, one of the major problems that is facing uh, Nigeria today. And um, his only option is perhaps is to uh, look at the possibility of raising taxes. Okay. okay. And you know, the politics of taxation is not something that is welcome anywhere. And uh, that will put him, uh, you know, that will tarnish his image with uh, especially the youth. Because uh, like the saying goes, nobody goes to the tax office with a smile. And especially the, uh, the youth who may not be, uh, you know, aware of that, uh, that uh, what they will see is perhaps he is derailing from the ideals of the conquest. And that will give him a very serious challenge and headache. So uh, putting into cognizance that the leader of the party, uh, Rabi Musa Konkoso, is from Kano. He contested to be the president of Nigeria and fell to Bola Hamed of APC. Now, he only have Kano in the party. How do you see Abba being in charge of Kano with the presence of Konkoso? Okay, you see, uh, the two have different personalities. Konkoso is uh, charismatic and more imposing. Uh, Abba is a, a very humble, go, easy-going person. So I think their personality, uh, as time goes by, if they have not tried to manage it carefully, they are going to have a conflict. Because eventually, you know, uh, Abba, once he settles in power, he will have, uh, you know, a feeling that he doesn't need somebody to, you know, uh, run the government over his head. And the other thing is here in Kano, uh, like in many parts of the, uh, Nigeria, you'll, ha you'll find some people in between trying to incite 
the differences between them. And if they have not taken uh, care of uh, the issue, perhaps what we what you have seen with uh, between Konkoso and Ganduje, or between Mala Amin Kano and uh, Rimi, uh, perhaps that personality uh, conflict might arise, uh, depending on how they are able to, to handle it. Okay. So now, uh, looking at the fact that uh, you've mentioned expectation, you've mentioned the issue of uh, his relationship with the, part, the, the leader of the party, what would you advise the Kano people and uh, even Abba himself? Okay. My advice to past the incoming governor is to look at the reality on ground. One, he has to cut his court according to his clause. Uh, secondly, he has to be aware of the fact that Kano has more than 20 million people. And he was, he was elected, or he's elected as governor with barely 1 million people, which means over 20 million people have not elected him. So the thing is that once he's sworn in as a governor, he should take everybody, irrespective of his political uh, uh, inclination, religious background, or whatever, he should take it to be the leader of Kano and the governor of all the people of Kano without uh, discrimination, without any PRO favor. And on the other hand, my call to the people of Kano is that we should uh, now go ahead and uh, realize that politics is just one element in our relationship. So we shouldn't allow what happened to tarnish our own relationship, especially in terms of peace and stability in Kano. And now that the elections announced, we have seen that some miscreants have started, you know, vandalizing properties. They should know that any property, government property or private property that they destroy is not for the outgoing government, it's for the Kano people. So they should not take the law into their hands. And if they are celebrating, they should not celebrate the way we used to know it, where you know people lose their, lost their life and pro, pro parties are vandalized and so on. We should let peace reign and uh, accept the bodies of the canopy. That was Professor Kamilu Fage, a political analyst, speaking. Hmm. We wait and watch. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production. And you can download this and other episodes of this podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM. It's 9.9 in Yola. Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Vadegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadija. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.